raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome to hour number two of the first day of the WIBC Sunday Magazine show. Terry Stacy, Denny Smith, Kylan Talley, all in the room with me. We're all holding hands. We are. Little Candace circle. Bernie. Uh-oh. Those are long arms if you're holding hands. I can eyes on both of them and they're, they're across the room. That voice you hear is our friend Greg Cooper. He and Lisa Phillips. Hello, Lisa. Hello. They're here in studio with us. They're real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Real Estate. Check out Hoosier Home Values 2023. 317-239-9393 is the number to call with your real estate questions. If you've got them, we'd love to hear from you. No question is silly. We'll take them all. We really will. Uh, hello, you two. Hello. hello. <laughs> we are really glad that you're here with us today. We love when you come in because you make the room smell better. <laughs> hey. Is, hygiene, is this a hygiene issue? In I, this I don't know. Or but do you, you, the room Fresh just... cookies. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just a great fragrance that you bring into this room with us. Uh, you're downtown with us right now. And I was thinking about this because we just heard a figure, a number... Oh, a couple of months ago that downtown occupancy, about 80% when it comes to condos and apartments and homes. I don't know if that number was true or even if I have that number correct, but seems like it was right around 80, 80%. And I know you could spend a million dollars to live downtown, but what do you think is the low end to move to downtown Indianapolis? And and I'm just throwing this at you. I so know we're you talking about ownership now, right? Ownership. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that our entry level right now is about 250. It's about 250. Yeah. Is okay. that a rough neighborhood? Is that a rehab neighborhood? <laughs> what type of neighborhood would that be, Lisa? Well, you know, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, I mean, it's our. It's going to be more. Challenging it's 250 area. to 300,000. I mean, and I would say that let's look at Fountain Square okay. as a place where a lot of first-time homebuyers, young professionals, want to live. They do. So Why Fountain be, Square? What makes Fountain Square desirable? Just your location. I mean, you, Virginia Inn, you're right downtown. You're with every, and there's so many amenities down there. It's, they it's have really bars, cool. they it have restaurants. Cool place, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, so walkability wise, you can get on the cultural trail immediately. So it's just Fountain Square, I would say, is a, where our young professionals really kind of go or Broad Ripple. So, so you're still looking at both those Where two is places. the housing market right now? Uh, I'm a seller, you're a seller, everybody wants to, to sell and they think it's going to be a seller's market. But where is the market right now? It's changed in the last few weeks. You know, one of the things we, we constantly remind everybody, because people think, well, this is what my home is worth today. This is what my home is worth forever or more. And it doesn't work that way. Homes are like stocks. They go up and down in value based on the demand of the moment. And while the best homes that go up for sale, and I, by best, I mean the ones that meet the demands of the market at the highest level, those are still drawing great offers. They're drawing sometimes or oftentimes above list offers and multiple offers. What we have seen is homes that have a few warts, maybe they need a little updating here or there, their their value has begun to, to wane a little bit. In other words, they're not being able to just throw the house on the market at any number and have 12 people march through the door and try and bid on them. So we've seen price reductions increase dramatically in Marion County and in some cases in surrounding counties. Wow. Uh, you know the blonde girl, the blonde lady on uh, Shark Tank? 
Barbara yes. Kirkman, yes. <laughs> Barbara Kirkman. She's just a very smart lady. She is. She's a real estate millionaire, right? She was saying that now is the time to buy. This is the time to yeah. do it because when prices are going to explode when the um, when the uh, mortgage rates drop. You right. know, we, we've, I'm going to lease it away in two in just a second, but we, our company has done a ton of national research and they know that between six and 7% mortgage rates, that there's going to be fewer number of people that move because a lot of them are at 3% currently. But when you get below six to the five and a half, if it gets to the low fives, it's going to be the wild, wild west again, because there's just not that many homes for sale. People will accept a little bit of a rise in their mortgage rate. And that is really the place that, that, that Compass has found through national research that is really going to spur people. And if we get that in October or November, I don't think it's going to make any difference that we're heading to the holidays. We were just talking that the Federal Reserve is duty-bound to protect the efficacy of the dollar. We want it to be the reserve currency. Uh, all of the people that I speak with from the New York areas, from the financial districts, are telling me that we're going to get a pause from the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. The question is, will they come back up and go back up? What are, What's Compass telling you or your national research? Are we going to have flat rates for a while here, or is there a chance we can trend down? Um, you know, the the thing that we have been told, and, and Compass is a publicly traded company, so the people who lead our company, not only are they incredibly smart, but they're very careful. They don't say things that are going to get them in trouble, because when you're a publicly traded company, you just can't go off Absolutely. you know, half-cocked and start saying anything. I think there's a strong belief that we're going to see mortgage rates soften. That is absolutely does not encourage someone to wait to make a housing decision, because when they soften, the demand is going to go up, and it's going to be harder to buy a home. So, if you're sitting there now going, God, I really don't want a six and a third mortgage rate. I get it. Buy less house, refinance if they come down. It will not be easier if rates come down. It sounds great. It's you know, it's a, it's a nice little romantic unicorn for us to have a financial in our financial brains. It will not be easier to buy a home if mortgage rates come down. I mean, in the real world right now, I have a buyer and we've been between about 300 to 350 in the Carmel Westfield area. I mean, I know 12, 13 offers are going on in every house in that price point if it's priced correctly. Right now. And it's meeting the yeah. demand right now. So when rates go down by, let's say, a point, I mean, is it going to be less people? I mean, and what does that do with value? It's not going to be it's less people. Push, exactly. Right. It's a con- like supply and demand. And that means actually that $300,000 house now might be three forty. I mean, that's a huge. You, you, so pick your battles. Everything is demographically driven. Uh, Terry and I are to the point where we might consider, you know, moving to a different house, maybe a little smaller right. house. Uh, there's the we're not that, married. No, no. Well, <laughs> just, well, this is the work. This is work, husband <laughs> and wife. We're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We, we might be empty nesters, and what I've seen is just in the Westfield area. Trying to get me to be married. I know. I am trying to make an analogy, okay? What's the matter with you? I mean, no. The point is, is that I'm seeing so many senior living facilities just go up and down. Oh, that's uh, a good point. You know, Town Road, yep. uh, there in Westfield, north of 146th Street, there's two or three, maybe even four different senior uh, facilities, which these are people in their 50s or 60s. Yeah, you know, they're 55 go- and over communities, yeah, They're really. going from three-bedroom yep. homes or four-bedroom homes to two, maybe. What effect is that having? Is that is that making more inventory for the move-up buyers, uh, for the younger people? Oh, look, we, we're not going to catch up in terms of how much inventory we need. Really? Oh, no, there's no, no way. We, we've created in this country 6 million new households since 2012. We've only built half that many new homes. We are at a significant deficit in actual properties for people to go out and buy. The only good thing that would really happen, uh, it sounds crazy to say this, if mortgage rates come down, is it will flush more sellers into the market. Oh, yeah, they'll get greedy real quick. Well, and they'll say, maybe I can find something. The rates yeah. have come down. So, if, if the rates 
rates come down, it will not make the house you want to buy cheaper. It will make your mortgage rate cheaper, but it will also drive more people to the market to sell. And the millennials, at one point, they were really angry at the boomers. Oh, my. Right? Because we were getting the houses, and they weren't. And they were upset about that. Well, because we had the capabilities of doing right. a cash deal. That's and, right. And millennials, you know, they they need help. And if their parents or their grandparents aren't standing there. Speaking of millennials. Oh, okay. No, I'm Gen Z. I don't know if that helps right. anymore. Gen Z. No, I'm, the home well, buying is in a mix. And our millennials ahead, do have money. So let's be very clear. They are very active in our market. They have deep pockets. They have great jobs. And they have stockpiled money. Wow, because they maybe didn't that. buy immediately. So well, they are, pre- are, yeah, they are driving this market. And yes, they might not be always happy with the boomers. But guess what? Usually the boomers are the parents, and guess what the boomers are doing? They're also helping their millennial children. Yeah. Mostly if their millennial children are going to buy a house near them. Now the financial, so that's what we're really financial looking people at. will tell you that they are not marketing to the millennials because millennials are not investing their money. They're saving their money. And now that makes a lot of sense. They're saving for a home. Yeah, yeah. it does. That makes a lot of sense. Five years ago, they weren't, by the way. All yeah. we heard about millennials was they want to they want to be easy to move. They want to get up and move around and live in different cities. And now they're having kids. Yep. They are parents. And so it's changing. It's changed. All right. Uh, Lisa Phillips, Greg Cooper, they are in studio with us. If you've got a real estate question, 317-239-9393 is the number to call. They're going to stick around to the bottom of the hour, and we're glad they're here. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. It's 12.20 on 93 WIBC. This is The First Day. Glad that you're here with us. We'll be here to the top of the hour, and then I'll let you know what's coming up, because I just don't know. I'll have to look on my schedule. She's making it up as she goes, people. Believe me, we're watching it. In studio with us, we have our friends Lisa Phillips and Greg Cooper, and they are with uh, they are real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Real Estate. Check out Hoosier Home Values 2023. We'll also make sure that you know how to reach them uh, via their social media and otherwise. But uh, anyway, Kylan Talley, Denny Smith also in studio, but Kylan, who's graduated from college a couple of years ago now. A year. Been two? A, a year. A year. A year. Um, and so... You've got a question about your generation yeah. and what they're doing right now. It's crazy listening to your guys' conversation because the generations are so completely different. My generation right now... You're a Generation the, Z. Yes, Gen Z. So the top of Gen Z, so just graduated college and I'm looking for future plans, but don't have anything set in stone, right? I haven't made a whole bunch of roots. And so for my generation, in my circle, on my feed, everyone's talking about renting instead of buying homes. And... So pros and cons of that. That's probably one of the biggest questions in my head. Well, I think first off, it matters how long are you going to stay in a totally. certain area. So I, I want to say Gen Z maybe want, they, they want to move and see the world. So again, if mm-hmm. you're in that mindset, then if you're not going to stay somewhere for two years, like if it, two years is kind of that number, I would because of capital gains. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing of you should rent if you're going to not stay after two years. Now, if you are going to stay like in the Indianapolis area, for example, you need to buy as soon as you can, because as we're talking about values are keep going mm-hmm. up that me and your rent prices are going up. So, and that has been consistent, like drastically 
up in the last two years, rent prices. So let's just say you're a Gen Z and you think you can save $20,000 in the next two years. Let's yeah, just say you'd no really mortgage. be disciplined, really to be disciplined. If you bought a $250,000 entry level condo and it goes up 10% each year, that's 50 grand. So you can save 20 or you can make 50 grand in equity. Which one would huh. you prefer? I mean, and, you know, and, and Danny, close your ears. You're not going to like this. I am in favor of, <laughs> he's not going to like this. I'm in favor of, if you can afford the payment, you put as little down as you can. Because you don't need, you need that for safety net. You need to have enough. Some people are not going to have 50 grand in the bank, but they can still afford reasonably based on their the ratios of how much money they they earn. Versus, right. I, oh, I, I, I would agree with Wait, Danny, he's not done. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he, I, he, he's really making a good point. And financial advisors would say the same thing. It depends what your priorities are. You have to do life priorities first. I want to go back to this capital gains thing. You said two years, Lisa. Let's explain what the capital gains issue is when you own a home and later you sell it. Um, I'll take this one. I had some some great friends and clients who bought a house uh, and it went up literally 30% in 20 and 21, 21, 22. It went up 30%. It went up $300,000. And they had to literally wait to that two-year threshold. They were inside the two-year threshold. They had to wait, or they were going to be paying tens and tens of thousands of dollars in capital gains tax. Kylan, what that means is if you stay, you keep the house for at least two years. Otherwise, if you'd sold it at 18 months, any profit that you would be making would be ordinary income uh, or capital gains, depending on, on how you've invested in that house. But if you wait... Then you have thresholds of 250 for a single person and 500 for a married couple. So here's the thing. That's just that's changed. changing, right? The, 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 the debt ceiling bill, unbeknownst to 99.9% of the people. Denny's rolling his eyes everywhere. No, I know. I I'm not, we're, not gonna, we're not going to get into We're not going to get into remember when I said there are all these Easter eggs inside this So It's not straight. It used to be, for a couple, it was a $500,000 deduction. In other words, if, you, if your home went up $500,000, you lived in it a long time, went up $500,000, you could deduct that and not pay tax on it. Exactly. It's now a million. Wow. As of the debt ceiling bill, as oh of last gosh. week. That, now, see, that's the type of crap they put in these debt ceiling bills. But, but that oh didn't need to be adjusted. It, I agreed. And, and, but agreed. what's going to happen is that will encourage people to put their homes on the market who've been in some place a long time because they're not going to have a tax consequence. Mm-hmm. So yeah. th- that's a really big deal that no one is talking about right now. And another thing that you could do, and Lisa has investors like this, let's say you do get a chance to move. Maybe you want to move down to Dallas and you still have the home here. Mm-hmm. With the right people, you might be able to rent the house yep. to people just like you were two years ago who need a place to stay. Ooh, that's a good idea, Kyle. That is a good idea. And then when you look at selling it later, you could do a 1031. There you go. I, so well, there, there's different. So 1031 okay, 1031 exchange. Explain a 1031 because <laughs> that's a real... Right. I know, it's really... Oh, it's a lot Farmers of do it all the time. Farmers do 1031. Well, we've I've had this discussion with some people actually across the country of, okay, if you've lived in a house two years and then you get this attitude of, if I can't get this number, even if they're getting 100000 in equity that they've lived there for two years, I'm just going to rent it. And I'm like, okay, but you need to then, are you going to do a 1031 at that point? Because you got to look at when you do sell it after the threshold of, you haven't lived there for three out of the past five years. Like there's this, this all these equations, mm-hmm. but then what are we going to do with that money? So you can do with a 1031 is you can sell that house and then you're not going to pay capital gains because you're going to roll it in. And there's all these little, I mean, the government doesn't make it easy. Trust me, I'm on day 44 of a client's 45-day 1031. And so we need to still identify a house. But there's different rules that then you don't pay capital gains on that as well as an investor. So again, real estate gives you guys an avenue for wealth building unlike anything else. We we were, for a long time in the state of Indiana, we were at 3 to 5% growth. 
I mean, that's just what we were. And so if you weren't going to be 24 to 30 months in a place, it just didn't make sense for you to buy something. But now, with vastly escalating rents <laughs> and rapidly appreciating values... How much last year did it appreciate? 20? So I, I think in the last two years, we probably are at 30%. In the oh last, which is just absolutely outrageous. And we're, I think we're going to be, and I'm spitballing because this is a crystal ball that no one's looked in before. I think we will probably be 10% this year before we're done. Wow. Now that's, look, if rates start dropping if back. Rates drop, I mean, you're going to see, uh, you, there's going to be bands of home buyers roaming streets of neighborhoods, knocking on doors, <laughs> begging people to sign contracts if that's it goes funny. to below 5.5% again. <laughs> okay. Kylan, I'll make the prediction. I bet your generation is more tax savvy than any generation before you. You're going to have to be because there's just so many hoops croquet wickets to get your balls through mm-hmm. and uh, but you'll be pretty tax savvy by the time you're and 30. i would say again with two with a graduate of 2018 or well high school graduate 2018 but mm-hmm. someone your age and then obviously rachel over here that just graduated in may my whole thing is yeah. you guys need to buy as yes. soon as you can mostly yes. if you know this is where you're going to live because mm-hmm. it is the wealth building aspect and of your this. parents and your grandparents will help you yep. but don't come across as giggly girls and stupid boys oh, boy. you've got to make the case That's that you're, you're intelligent <laughs> And that you can handle this. I no, mean, you're right. your parents and your family will help you. They absolutely will. But you got to act like adults. We well, just have about we just have about thirty seconds, right, Kylan? Are we okay? Well? We yes, can go a few, couple minutes. A couple minutes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and answer. Ask your well, question. I was just going to say that this is all stuff behind the scenes that I wouldn't have ever even thought to look into. So very valuable information. Lisa's, Lisa's point is the best one. Her first point: Where are you? What do you think you're going to be in two years? If there's if there's a better than 50-50 chance you're going to be here, then you need to move on it. You need to act on it. Second decision is: Do you have any friends with pickup trucks to help you move? That, 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 that's the next step for that. <laughs> All right. Before we let you go, I want to make sure everybody knows how to contact you. Again, we always throw out that uh, the website, HoosierHomeValues2023.com, CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. Again, Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips, they are real estate consultants. Denny and I feel like that they, and now Kylan too, really feel like that they are the very best that you could ever have on your side. But how do we get a hold of you individually or together, Lisa? So individually, obviously, you can call or text 317 219 or I'm on social medias at, at Lisa Fuller Phillips. And, you know, for, for me, just go on the website at CrossroadsCollectedHomes.com. I think that's the best place. And and the website we've set up really quickly, the HoosierHomeValues2023.com. Values change all the time. There are homes selling down the street, around the corner, in your neighborhood, on your block, in your county, that are comparable to yours every week. This is the peak season. So if you really want to know what your home is worth, that's why we set it up. We don't have to call you 22 times. We're just going to send you information okay. and give you things. It's the most recent. Terry, it's really a neat service. It is. Now, it's not just a one-page report. I would you say? 23 pages. 23 pages. Lots of information there. Mackie was looking at that and she goes, I had no idea that this made any difference. But they're doing the comps the comprehensive comparative comparisons it's a wonderful report and it's like greg said it changes every i mean every it's day weekly. every yeah. Yeah, weekly it changes every week so right now uh, yeah. check that out again hoosier home values 2023 we appreciate both of you so you much thank you love you guys thank awesome you. coming we're, in we're we really are grateful such good information and we're grateful that you're here with us here on the first day thank you you guys are thank awesome you. all thank right you. We'll, we'll talk to you next week we'll get an update we always like the the latest and greatest in mm-hmm. real estate news so they will be back with us next week week and we'll take a break you're listening to the first day on 93 wibc raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor come to mcdonald's and treat yourself to the grandma mcflurry today Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. and participating mcdonald's for a limited time 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. It is Terry Stacy along with Kylan Talley. Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations is the new smash hit Broadway musical that follows the Temptations' extraordinary journey from the streets of Detroit to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And thanks to Broadway in Indianapolis, it's making a stop here in Indy June 6th through the 11th. And joining us now is Michael Andreas, who plays Otis Williams. And we are so happy to have you here, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to come to Indy, man. I'm excited. Let's talk about Otis Williams for a minute. For the younger generation, they might not know who Otis Williams is. He's still alive, right? He's still alive today. He is. Yes. He is the last surviving member of the original Temptations. He's the one that founded the group. Not only is he still alive, he's still touring with the group. And the group has been in operation for like 60 years now. So he's been been a part of it the whole time. Uh, 81 years. Years old, still on the road. I don't know how he does it, but <laughs> I'm oh in awe of the man. Oh my gosh, have you met him? Yes, I have. I've met him several times. He was part of the rehearsal process and has been out to see the show about four or five times and made himself available to the cast for questions. And it's been a dream. He's he's amazing. Does he like your portrayal of him? I believe he does. Yes. Uh, no, yes, he told me that he did. So I'm, I have to take him at his word. Um, I don't think I would have the job if he didn't like <laughs> my portrayal of him. Uh, I'm pretty sure he still has some input in who plays him on stage. So I, I don't think I would be there if he didn't like That's it. That's awesome. Kylan, this is a different character that you play in comparison. You're not, you're pretty familiar with Broadway plays. You were in a Broadway play, a soldier's play, and off-Broadway, Love and Yogurt. And so with those in comparison to what you're doing for Ain't Too Proud, this one is a portrayal of a character. What were some challenges that you ran into with the rehearsal process? The thing for me is that whenever you're playing somebody that that's real, somebody that's, that's actually walked through this world, you want to make sure that you honor that person. And I think for me, the way that I do that is not necessarily by copying them or, you know, you know, being a caricature of that person, but just latching on to two or three or, you know, maybe a couple more uh, things that really seem to be at the core of who this person is and, and really what makes this person tick. I won't tell you exactly what those things were for me with Otis because I kind of try to keep those things internal. But the one thing that I will tell you that that really, really stood out for me for him was his humility. And it's something I wasn't really expecting. I mean, when somebody's been a Motown legend for 60 years, they kind of earned the right to, you know, be the biggest person in whatever space they're in. But he he was very humble and um and, and very still focused on wanting to to see this group be great. Um and and so 
getting the opportunity to play this person and then to bring this person to life on stage and introduce this person to a lot of people. You want to make sure um, that you're honoring who they were uh, and what their contributions were to the music landscape. And I think not only myself, but as a cast as a whole, we, we, we do a pretty good job of it. That's so beautiful, Michael. I I love the thoughts of all of this going on behind the scenes. And on the other side of that, introducing and bringing this play to some people who have probably never heard of The Temptations. My generation probably wouldn't know much about yeah. it. Oh, the music, Kylan, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael, don't you? The music is phenomenal and timeless, yeah. too. And Yeah, to, to speak to your point, though, the, this music is amazing. And the thing that, that I love... Uh, night in and night out. Being the, the narrator of this show means that I get to actually interact with the audience, which you don't often Ooh. get to do uh, in a Broadway show. And so getting to see uh, the impact that these songs have on every age. I mean, you know, uh, people that live during that time, 12-year-olds are like sitting in the front row still singing every word to the song, which is just amazing to me. Um, so, yeah, this, this music is timeless and, uh, you know... It, And that's definitely what carries the show, but uh, we also love the story that we tell with it. It's just a great evening all around. Well, I was going (laughs) to ask about the favorite part about this production in comparison to your other ones, because this does bring a lot of different challenges. Did you have a favorite part of this production that you do get to bring to everyone? I think my favorite part of of this particular show is there's a moment in the the show where we go from two of my favorite songs, one of them is um, Losing You. Losing You is actually my favorite Temptation song. It isn't a super well-known one, but it's mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, but there's a moment where we transition from Losing You into I Wish It Would Rain, which is another just timeless song. Uh, and just the way that we're able to make that transition to this fiery, uh, you know, passionate song, Losing You, into this kind of reflective uh, more reflective song in uh, I Wish It Would Rain. Uh, it, it's a moment that touches me every time that we get to do it. Um, and, and there are a lot of unique challenges. I mean, uh, for one, uh, I don't da- I didn't dance in a soldier's play. And there's, like, <laughs> there's a lot of dancing uh, that, that comes along with Ain't Too Proud. A lot of choreography. It won the Tony for Best Choreography by Sergio Trujillo. So, you know, uh, getting a chance to do these moves every night was was, was an, a unique challenge um, for me. I mean, I've done some dancing, but uh, on this on this type of stage and in this type of show, uh, this, this, this amount of dancing is something that I have never done before. So uh, learning that, making that a part of my body and part of the storytelling was a process in and of itself. So, uh, yeah, there's just so much that comes together for this show, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. This is Michael Andreas, and he is Otis Williams in Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. It's coming to Indianapolis, Clues Memorial Hall, and it is from June 6th through the 11th. You can get your tickets at Clues or Old National Center. When I look at the history of The Temptations, there's such a long history. How do you do this in the show? Do you start from the beginning and then end with Hall of Fame, or how, how do you do that? Yes, it, it it starts with them finding each other or with, with Otis deciding that he wants to, to start a group and finding his pieces. And yeah, it goes all the way back to the beginning, all the way through, uh, not necessarily through the Hall of Fame. It goes through, um, they had a reunion tour um, because over the course of, of being in the group, they, you know, some members lost, I mean, left, some people came back, some were replaced mm-hmm. over time. 
Um, and so the last event that's a part of our show uh, is the reunion tour that they had in the 80s when everybody that had left the group came back and made them like the super temptations almost. Did you, <laughs> uh, there were cool. like seven or eight of them that yeah. were all a part of, you know, the temptations at this one point in time. We try to hit all of it. And that's the thing that I love about this show, especially the book. The book of the show is great because it doesn't pull any punches. Like they tell the whole story. There were a lot of things that this group went through, uh, a lot of challenges, you know, uh, losing different members, yeah. alcohol abuse, drug abuse, domestic situations, all of it. But Otis and, and Dominic and all of its creative team, they didn't want to just shy over the things that, that might have not been so pretty. They wanted to tell the whole story. And that's something that I'm really grateful because it would have been really easy to just have those great songs on a stage in like a concert form and just kind of go through all those hits. Just let that be it. They told everything. That makes it, I think, a little bit even more special. You're going to learn a lot of things about the Timps that you may not have known before. The group that you're traveling with, the other mm-hmm. Temptations, that bond that that you have formed, is it one that's going to last a lifetime? Because it is kind oh. of that part of the temptations, too, you know, that bond that Absolutely. they have. Absolutely, yes. And that's one thing that I'm really grateful for. You know, whenever you're in a show or a tour or anything like this, you don't always get to love the people that you work with, unfortunately. That's just not always the case. But it's definitely the case with this group. There's a brotherhood there that I think is part of what makes this such a special experience every night because we're not acting that part of it. We've been doing this together for a year and a half. Goodness. You know, I know those guys, they know me, and it's just really great. Like you said, I have made some friends for life, some brothers for life. That's the part of it that's so fun is getting to be a temptation with somebody that you really, really, really care about every night and getting to have fun with them, dancing, singing, and, and telling the story. So, yes, I absolutely love my castmates. And not only are they great people, but they are just some of the most talented, hardworking people that I've ever been in the room with. And so getting to see their work as much as I get to watch. I'm on the stage a lot. I have to keep things moving, but getting to see their work every night, it's, it's an honor. I and mean, I really love being a part of it. I'm excited to see the work and see the costumes. As an actress myself, I love all the different costumes that you get to use to portray the characters. And you are working, you worked with the Tony Award winning costume designer as well. I am spoiling a little bit of the production for myself looking at different pictures of the Temptations group (laughs) because the suits are immaculate. What's Mm -hmm. What's your favorite suit that you get to wear? Nobody's ever asked There's me this so before. There's so many good ones. Um, there are. They're all. They're all so great. I think probably my favorite look is the is the, is the silverish kind of suits that we mm. wear for My Girl. It's just like such a good clean look. It's just the white shirts. The, the suits have like this kind of silver sheen to them. No ties. Shirts unbuttoned a little bit, so it's cool. It's laid back, but it's also got that little pop of silver. So it's like so it's eye catching mm. in that way too. So yeah, I, I think that's probably my favorite look. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with that one. Michael, are you excited to be an indie? I am. I've actually been an indie before. I was uh, in the high school band and I played the tuba. Uh, And whenever we would go to nationals, we would go to indie. So two or three times we we were able to qualify for nationals. We went to indie to to march on on the football field there, the same field that the Colts played on, which is very cool. (laughs) So that was kind of like our Super Bowl of of marching band things whenever we got to go there. It's kind of exciting to go back. I haven't been back 
back in a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to go and see what's changed because I'm sure a lot has changed. And I'm not going to say how many, but it's been <laughs> more than a few. That's the thing that's great also and interesting about this is that it seems like every city kind of takes on its own personality from the stage mm-hmm. and the way that they react to what we're bringing on the sh- in the show. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some, some Indianapolis love, man. I'm ready to go. We can't wait to see it. In Indy, June 6th through the 11th, it is thanks to Broadway in Indianapolis. We get to have Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations right here in our backyard. It's at uh, Clues Hall. Get your tickets at Clues or Old National Center and get ready to cheer on and sing along with this fantastic show. Michael Andreas as Otis Williams. Michael, thank you. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you when you get here. Thank you. You guys have a good day. You too. Thank you. He's <laughs> Awesome. 12.45, you're listening. 12.46 now. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. Coming up, food news. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love. Hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I should turn my mic on. Happy Sunday. <laughs> I've only been here 38 years. Happy Sunday, everybody. It is 1249. Terry Stacy, Danny Smith, Donnie Burgess from the nerd newsroom. We get to have Donnie with us on Sundays now for a little good, while. Good afternoon. So happy to see. Oh, it is good afternoon. Isn't I it? almost said good morning. Uh, well, because I'm used to not being here in the afternoon. Anyway. Kylan's here with some food news. But before food, we get to Kylan's food news, I want to remind everybody that it is time for the annual fundraiser for the Christchurch Cathedral Women's Group. <gasps> Strawberry Fest. Strawberry Fest. <gasps> that sounds that like food week? news to me. Yep, Thursday. Oh. Thursday. It looks like, too, that it's the same kind of deal. $10 for the works, which is the straw- the whole thing. The strawberries, the shortcake, the It'll whipped cream. It'll take 30 minutes Ooh. to eat it. Yeah. Uh, they've got 300 volunteers ready to go. They've raised, they raised like $60,000, $70,000 on this one. Uh, but it will be Thursday, June 8th. You know, they start around 9.30 or so. You know when it's time. But $10 will get you the works. And uh, $3 each if you just want, you know, the strawberries and the shortcake. And uh, you can get what you want, basically. Uh, so Thursday, put that on your calendar because that's a big, big one. Last year, I've never seen the crowd like I'd seen last year. Do you remember, Donnie? Kylan, I'm not sure if you were here. It wrapped all the way, three rows of people wrapped all the way around the circle. I feel like that is uh, a lot of events and things happening is just a big turnout with everything. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Stuff's coming back, little by little. Uh, So, Kylan, I added that to Food News today. I am so thankful for it. We love our Food News, especially food festivals. You know what? Today's also National Cheese Day. Oh, yeah! Happy National Cheese I like Day. Cheese. Get yourself some cheese. Uh, Donnie, he brought have. in his burrito full yeah. of cheese. I already have chips and queso over here. Love it. Love it. Okay, Happy Cheese Day. Okay, I do want to mention. I love giving you free food deals, right? Mm-hmm. I love the free food. Share the wealth. If someone's getting something free, you might as well get it too. 
There were a few free food deals that happened this last week, but because we weren't on air last Sunday, I wasn't able to mention them on air to you, but we did post them to Facebook. So if you want to catch up on anything that comes up in the week that we don't get to go on air, just go turn our notifications on on Facebook so you get all of those deals when different interviews are going on. All of that fun stuff. There was National Donut Day on Friday. Lots of free food there. And then National Flip Flop Day. Free smoothies, but because we missed... No, that was last Tuesday. Why are you giving us? You're giving us old food news. They gave us free smoothies. I know, I know, but I want to (laughs) say... Because you missed those, I do want to mention that you can still get a free smoothie (laughs) after downloading the app for Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Okay. So if you missed that, I know it was delicious for me when I had it last week. Oh, just great. Strawberry, margarita. After that pesky 500. I know. How dare. Ketchup. (laughs) There you go. I know you were probably enjoying your pork tenderloin at the track, but I'm drowning here. Oh boy. I liked it, Donnie. Another good deal that I want to mention again, because this is the last month for it, is if you wear your youth sports team uniform, you get a $1 small cone at Dairy Queen. Still? Yep, still. This is the last month. I don't so. think I can still fit in the shirt. You s- <laughs> oh. My youth sports team. Well, I'm oh. sure if you just bring it with okay. you. Youth <laughs> Where sports shirt. You're right, talk, Denny, Denny. This isn't for us. She's not giving us food news for us. No. This is for the little children. I'm oh, still back I'm, on the then I'm a children. I wasn't allowed to call <laughs> them thongs <laughs> anymore. <laughs> So now I'm back oh. to flip-flops. What? Oh, well, no. Uh, that one came up this last week. I went to a youth league game, and was, they were all wearing their little youth league team shirts, and I was like, oh, perfect. Let's all just go to Dairy Queen and get small cones. Did you so go? That's what we did. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> kind of fun. Uh, some new items you'll be seeing in the grocery stores. Oreo is bringing back their cotton candy Oreo sandwich oh, cookies yuck. No, starting I'm tomorrow. Yuck, yuck, mm. yuck. Yeah, I'm I don't not care a fan. for that. I Summer like the or mint not. Oreos, but that's as far as I'm taking it. No cotton candy. Yeah, mint's still not for me. I don't know why they keep no doing good. that. There's What's, a texture thing that seems like yeah, a problem. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. You need a spatula to eat it. I don't like it. And okay. then Shake Shack, we have a Shake Shack right down the road. They are bringing back their new uh, triple chocolate brownie shake and then Ooh. Oreo cookie funnel cake. Lots of different summer oh, options wait a for you. Oh, wait a minute. Funnel and an cake? Oreo funnel cake. I know. Oh, call the funeral home. I'm you on the know, way. That, might, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I feel the coronary coming on. I'm not, I kind of like that one. At Shake Shack? Mm-hmm. Yep, Shake Shack. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, you had mentioned, so like the cotton candy in between Oreos. I wouldn't understand that sandwich, but I also don't understand what you mentioned during break, Terry. Um, a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, well, this brown? is. Yeah. Yes, oh, go for talk it. Talk about this ice cream sandwich. Okay. Didn't even perked Gross. up for this one, too. So, this is kind of making its way around social media. Yeah. You know, everybody likes to do kind of a mashup of foods, and this is you're taking your McDonald's hash browns. Two of them. Two of them. I love them. You're em. going to put the McFlurry in the middle of it so to make a spread sandwich. Spread it out back and forth. Yeah. To make like a sandwich, and then you could either eat it then, or you could freeze it if you'd want to. I think putting it in the freezer would be like an, an Eskimo pie. I mean, I it's just good. it just really sounds good. I That's love sweet disgusting. and salty. I, I think I think fresh would probably be me too. Good I'm as with well. you. Steaming yeah. hot in the yeah. pool at the, kind same of the, cool time. the same time. I'm hungry Crunchy. here, Donna. You've been eating it. your burrito over yeah, there. I'm like getting it. hungry. I like it too. I don't it's festering. get that. Yeah. I know nope. you don't get it. God love it. <laughs> I'll keep them separate. I might dunk, you know, like dipping Dunkin'. your fries into that's right. Frosties. That's right. I would happily do that, but making it a sandwich, no. 
Here's nope. kind of a, an interesting survey that ties into food. A survey of 18 to 24-year-olds found that 26% of them have no idea how to do laundry. this. Laundry. Boil an egg. Oh, come on. Boil no. an egg? 18 to 24-year-olds don't know how to boil Donnie, an egg. Do you know how to boil an egg? I do not. I can oh. I can scramble some eggs. Hey, yeah. I'll Good just throw heavens. it in there. I will say thanks to my mom for that because I wouldn't have known without her. I feel unconfident boiling an egg without her. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to do it where you can't peel it properly and that's just annoying. That's right. another way too. You put that into a, a cup and you and once you get it out and it's cold and then you put that egg in a cup and shake it, shake it, shake it. And everything falls apart except oh. the egg. You're gonna love Donnie, it. Donnie, we're gonna homework. go. We're gonna learn. <laughs> we're gonna go get some classes. Next week. Hey everybody, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you all so much for joining us today. My thanks to Greg Phillips or Greg Phillips, Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips. <laughs> thank you them for coming in and talking real estate with us. Denny, great stuff today. Kylan, you're awesome. Denny uh, Barney. Whatever. Donnie. Donnie. Thank you. Somebody. Good to see ya. You too. Glad you're here. We gotta go. Bye. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.